Welcome to the GrassCast, the host of your show, Quab and Sean. Game on. Welcome to the GrassCast, show about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Sean. And I'm Quab. And it has been a whole year since we kind of did this. Um, so sorry, everybody that's <laughs> waiting on our next episode, but... 2020 been crazy i mean hasn't been that crazy i mean <laughs> i was gonna start with a joke of like uh yeah so you know 20 uh 2019 i, I decided to play a game of pandemic with my friends and uh, <laughs> i think it was the jumanji game in disguise so <laughs> sorry everybody uh, this is this is my fault yeah yeah no that's good it's a solid <laughs> joke uh. <laughs> yeah but um I don't know, been talking about trying to do an episode for a while now, but you know, given the pandemic and everything, we can't go and record in our, our normal studio space that we were we were doing this at. We don't have Bevan to guide us and yeah. use his, his masterful skills to make us sound good. And so we're just like keeping putting it off, putting it off, like, okay, well, hopefully this will, you know, turn around, we can get back to recording in a bit and now it's almost 2021 so you know i figured hey let's just give it a go try and do an episode yeah no uh, it, it makes sense like there is a there is a sense of hope and optimism and i'm sure 2021 will be at the perfect year uh <laughs> there's gonna be no problems everything's gonna be fixed uh but yeah no it was it was a it was a tough year so in terms of talking about like fun game stuff which we probably should have yeah, a distraction it didn't exactly yeah. i think uh people are sick of talking about hearing about the pandemic so thought yeah. you know we could do like sort of a year in review since we haven't <laughs> recorded in a while and <laughs> do some fun stories uh you know whatever game related stories um been in the news uh it's past year and kind of just dissect those and have a little bit of fun so yeah and uh... um yeah so uh you know before we get to that um like uh how you been quap <laughs> <laughs> oh how have i been oh man uh, how have you been keeping busy during this this pandemic year uh it's interesting we'll probably get into it more uh, on like another episode but uh yeah i've been in terms of like game uh playing games and stuff during the pandemic it's been interesting um mm -hmm. I, I haven't i don't have a console so mm -hmm. i don't really play many console games uh but definitely what was it uh really early on in the pandemic uh yeah. some we had like this board game group i think that we've mentioned on here before like mm -hmm. uh past guests have been from that group as well uh but they got like a online uh board game kind of meetup every few weeks or so going uh mm -hmm. which was really really helpful and it like exposed me to this whole other world of like these online websites uh, mm -hmm. uh for like multiple multiple different board games or specific board games have like uh website versions of them um right. which is really interesting yeah so the one that we really got into was mm -hmm. like board game arena and then there was like tabletopia mm -hmm. um but yeah we can probably go into those more detail later on uh maybe with another guest like the the guy uh uh Kaven, who pretty much heads the <laughs> board game group right um, yeah. yeah we've been talking about having him on for a while so yeah hopefully if this all works out um we can uh invite him to do the podcast and um yeah hopefully we get better at 
recording this thing virtually because you know we might have to do this for a while still so she'd probably get better at it and uh yeah so definitely we should do that in the next episode yeah for sure uh but yeah other than game stuff uh yeah no just uh trying to uh still still i'm one of the few lucky well i don't know how few but lucky still still could work um from home Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i've been that's been valuable um yeah and uh yeah i i said it before um at some point to you that um you know one of the things that i miss now is excuse me um our like ritualistic uh, taco Tuesdays. Oh gosh! Right. I, I know, like you know, thing pandemic's horrible. People are dying, and you know, I, I understand. It's like yeah. you know, situation's serious, but my selfish part of myself, um, you know, misses those those little moments where we could just you know just have a. It's so funny, you know, what 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 you miss now, and um, yeah. listening to our podcasts of just like you know, gives you, give you a sense of perspective, kind of appreciate things more and things you took for granted or, or things like that. So, um, definitely has been like a year of reflection of what I miss and what I don't miss. Um, yeah. so, I mean, on that note, like, do you, have you found things in your life given this pandemic, like things that you've missed and things that you haven't missed about, you know, just normal life? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I, I do. It was, I was it's interesting because I, I was I thought of myself as more of an introvert mm-hmm. um and like I think the the dichotomy with that is like your introverts get their energy from being alone uh, whereas extroverts get their energy from being around other people is like one I don't know one uh way that I've right. heard it described um but I guess I do like being around people um <laughs> like are mm-hmm. are even just like having these weekly Oh, whatever. We had the Wednesday trivia nights, and I think that's yeah. where like we really kind of got to know each other more so outside mm-hmm. of like uh, our friend circle. Um, but like being in a noisy bar with a bunch of other teams mm-hmm. and like competing and sometimes winning and yelling and getting rowdy, France mm-hmm. Ball, like that whole energy of being around mm-hmm. people. Um, and it's weird because like I don't like crowds, but like that mm. I, I really miss. Um, yeah and yeah just seeing people and and also like hugs like physical <laughs> contact with you know friends and family and acquaintances remember that hugs? yeah I, yeah i heard some podcasts with the guy i was just like man i'm so looking forward to just shaking somebody's hand oh yeah 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 which yeah. is so funny yeah like yeah just the things you don't even think about that definitely <sighs> I, I honestly it's gonna take some time like i think we're all like traumatized and it's gonna oh, take yeah. some time to get back to like uh just like grocery shopping without a mask on being not mm-hmm. weird oh man but it was it was actually i mean i can i guess i can kind of relate to games but like i remember right. early on like march and stuff when things were kind of locking down or not even locked down quite mm-hmm. yet no no i guess they were locked down uh but like going to the grocery store and like mm-hmm. the debate be- before uh before it was like determined that masks are good in north america and like like i remember going to the grocery store with a mask and feeling like an like just a jerk like such Mm. a such a tool uh Mm because like no one else had them everyone was Mm -hmm. just scared and we didn't know what was going on and then yeah like halfway through taking my mask off because i felt like a fool um but yeah oh sorry one sec i gotta gotta pause okay (laughs) yeah
Oh, okay. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, it's just recording right now. Oh, that looks good. My dad just uh, came in and gave me a cool-looking 1970s shirt. Um, nice. I have no idea how to pause this, so... Oh, no, it's fine. We'll just leave this in, or yeah. you'll learn how to edit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this shirt is dope. Okay, maybe maybe we'll keep this in, and I'll... Uh... <laughs> I think that's my new favorite shirt. We may have to move to the visual medium at some point. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Or you have to describe describe this cool shirt. Okay, so it is a cool shirt. It's like a brown. It's probably, it's a brown like button up, um, short sleeve Mm -hmm. dress shirt uh, with a brown collar um, and like a brown rings around the sleeve, uh, like darker brown. And then it's kind of like a light khaki color in the uh-huh. with these pretty big buttons it looks pretty cool i'm uh a brown shirt i yeah i'm basic so uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. yeah um i was gonna say that yeah i can relate to that uh, just that that pandemic ish uh, that that time right before the pandemic kind of started in north america or like you know that the, the the precautions started yeah and, yeah um the weirdness of like going to the grocery store and people still you know they weren't sure kind of what to do yet the social protocols and yeah kind of just walking around each other and just like giving each other weird looks like do you have a cough Is something wrong with you like <laughs> yeah. everyone was just on edge it was so weird like now i feel like it's just it's normal like people have gotten used to it but mm-hmm. yeah those first those first few weeks i can remember um Oh man, I had this one experience. I was like in the grocery store and I had, you know, my uh, grocery list on, on my phone. Um, and just in the, just had just started shopping. Mm. And um, I, I went back to my cart. I, I, I know I, I kind of just left my, my phone on my on the, the seat in the cart and I went back and I couldn't find it anywhere and I was just freaking out like panicking and then it's even worse because now I'm like walking around panicked in a store like oh. forgetting forgetting the protocols and just like where's my phone where's oh my no phone? oh no and turns out it, was, it just had like snuck under the seat and it had been in my cart the whole time and oh yeah that was that was a fun experience so yeah um but it's it, it is interesting the whole like uh the, the situation in terms of like a game and like it definitely feels like you know we've gotten this this new game we have to play for sure new set of rules and it's a global game and we all had to learn at the same time and yeah um yeah it's just really interesting it feels like being back in grade school and like playing cooties and <laughs> just having to avoid people like because <laughs> they have this invisible thing that you can't that you're trying to avoid and yeah just so interesting yeah um it is it is interesting it is like um i'm trying to think of a a game where i don't know even like board games where from round to round the scoring criteria changes like i just mm-hmm. played what was it terra mystica last night i lost horribly but um, mm-hmm. but like every round uh the way you score is different but it's like mm-hmm. you kind of i don't know if uh north american society was one game mm-hmm. um then the pandemic completely changed the rules. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, even even the people who made the rules of the game don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> so that's yeah, it's, terrifying. It's, it's a game where the rules are constantly changing. Yeah. Um, and 
And the other interesting thing is like, you know, we're all, every country now is, is like on this global scoreboard. Like you can track oh, it day to day, yeah, like yeah. kind of who's winning, who's losing kind of thing. And it's really weird and interesting yeah. to have that new kind of like, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a score like anything else. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we're all tracking the progress of each country based on each other. And all of a sudden, like now New Zealand and North South Korea are like the winners and <laughs> yeah, everyone else seems to be losing. And yeah, there's, yeah, a, just, there's a new metric beyond GDP or whatever, if that exactly, was exactly, yeah, we're measuring it. But like, yeah, no, that's that is interesting. This whole new right. mechanic, uh, was entered yeah. into the game <laughs> on a global scale and the uh 2.0 update. <laughs> okay, uh, so that has been 12 minutes of pandemic talk and i feel like i said we weren't going to talk about the pandemic wait so. no, no no i mean we haven't had a show all year i feel like that's, it's true. Appropriate. that's, true. that's true um yeah I, I there's a lot there though in terms of like game but maybe we'll get into it more when uh in other shows but i i think there's mm-hmm. there's so much there um in terms of like psychology and uh even just right um yeah realizing and just the the anti-maskers are definitely like the the trolls of the game like they don't want they don't want anybody playing yeah they're the they're the killer players for the the player killers for sure uh also like man talking about anti-maskers is like i in my head i don't know this might exist somewhere but it maybe as like a cartoon i'll make it is like just like a mask that's like a confederate flag like (laughs) a maga uh mask like make america great again mask like Mm -hmm. think about how many lives they could have saved how much money trump could have made like Mm. they're just idiots like that's just money Mm -hmm. they left on the table like Mm -hmm. uh or like an american flag there are american flag masks but like i just i don't know you you would have saved so much so many lives with like these stupid bigoted messages <laughs> right yeah yeah mask fashion is a weird thing now i have i have oh, yeah. seasonal masks got a halloween mask <laughs> i missed out on my christmas mask like yeah yeah it's a problem i didn't think i'd have at the beginning of this year but yeah here we are no man and that's a new game like that was a new opportunity that came up like fashion is a game and then this mm-hmm. new um necessary fashion and even like you wearing a mask demonstrates to other people what it, your priorities are Mm. um you wearing a fashionable mask also is like oh and that's the next level mm-hmm. um yeah you know I, I was expecting because not everybody's wearing masks like I, I i i part of me expected that there would be like way more bank robberies now like i just yeah, feel like yeah. everyone's got a mask it's it's acceptable you can just <laughs> go in and hide your identity <laughs> and like it's kind of surprising how i mean people have gone crazy in different ways but like the fact that like there isn't massive like robberies and crime but despite the fact that we're all wearing masks and kind of yeah keeping ourselves concealed is kind of good honorable that like we've managed to not devolve to that level but (laughs) yeah it's yeah i wonder like i I thought about the same thing too early on but it's yeah and it seems like it hasn't been but then i was like okay yeah here's another we're talking about metrics um another Mm -hmm. metric where i'm like oh man okay so pandemic uh, everyone's kind of like staying at home uh Mm -hmm. there's probably gonna be a lot less mass shootings in america uh, mm. So I looked it up, but right. it's like more than like in the past five years. And I'm like, how? <laughs> but but it also I mean, like it's more about access to guns, maybe. And mm-hmm. um, people are way more stressed. So the mm-hmm. people who would do violence are 
more prone to it because they're just everything's worse um so but yeah that was kind of a bummer to see i was like at least this one silver lining might be that there's less gun deaths in america but at least i don't know depending on how they're measuring it it seems like there is more incidents of mass shootings i don't know if there's Mm -hmm. less or more deaths but anyway that's where my brain goes (laughs) yeah it's uh it's been a roller coaster man it's not not a lot of positive stories this year i mean I don't know. They they kind of get buried, I guess. Maybe if anything good happens, they quickly get buried yeah. by all the, the negative stories. So yeah, I mean, okay, um, we're almost out of pandemic talk. Uh, okay. But I will say this year more than anything, like had me pretty much like uh, really uh, question like everything we hold to be dear um, in terms okay. of like society and like North American <laughs> uh, ideals and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, because like it seemed like, oh no, uh, we're, we're this isn't going to happen here. Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the... yeah, and I even say like, just think. Like, I still remember um, in December of last year. Like, we were talking to uh, my brother-in-law. Mm, yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah. His wife who lives in China, um, and you know, the, the pandemic had had already hit there. Yeah, and we were kind of just you know watching with them what what they were going through and just being like oh man that really sucks and you yeah. know the, the the worst concern then was like oh i guess you know we might not be able to make it to your wedding and now <laughs> yeah now i look back and i'm like what a silly thing to be worried about like and just how naive we were thinking oh man that's really sucks but you know that'll never happen here yeah 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 um yeah just and it was it's so weird like because now because it was like looking into the future because they were kind of like just coming out of it as we were just getting into it yeah and just you know being able to be like okay so what happens at this point oh okay thanks <laughs> thanks for letting me know like just getting the timeline from like it was almost like talking to somebody in the future yeah yeah for sure um but yeah that's yeah i don't know doing a lot more gardening this year hey that's good man uh just kind of connecting myself and no know. I mean, that's good. Like, um, if you can find some peace and all this crap, um, mm-hmm. yeah, find something beneficial. Got a, got a dog, which was a big... Oh, uh, yeah. Time. We we have not talked about your updates. Like, you you have big updates. Okay, yeah, you go. Yeah, so you got, got, a dog. got a dog. We got married. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a pandemic wedding. Not me was... and Sean, but um, no, Sean no. and his lovely my, wife, Maddie. My, yeah, my wife, Maddie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we were planning on it for this year, and obviously the pandemic screwed up our plans a bit yeah. and at first we were just planning on like going and just doing it just us two and sort of a photographer mm-hmm. um just to, you know to kind of just get it over with because we've been planning it didn't want to put it off another year and yeah. who knows you know how long it would take for everything to get back to normal yeah but in the end we just decided to kind of do like a an outdoor wedding uh like a drive-through wedding kind of thing uh quab was there who's djing uh <laughs> You could call it that, but yeah, continue. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just had like, you know, just a few friends. Their cars kind of circled around us in a field. We yeah. tried to have a ceremony, um, but, you know, obviously we couldn't do a lot of interactivity with our guests. We had to like, you know, we had a lot of ideas of like how to get people involved and stuff. And as as the day was getting closer, there were you know, we kind of went to the swing here in Ontario of like, 
there were less restrictions and then we started to swing obviously to more and then the day of your wedding yeah yeah, the day of your wedding the restrictions closed down like super locked down it was like outdoor gatherings i think of 25 indoor no more than like 10 um yeah but yeah i mean no one stopped (laughs) yeah and um yeah, we, we we tried to make the best of it. I still think you know it was it was fun and um, yeah, it was it was, it was a good time and really you know, good time. eventually we'll hopefully have a normal party and we can just like celebrate with all the people we didn't get to celebrate um, at the time. But yeah, so that was uh, very interesting. Um, also got a dog. Like I said, uh, we uh, decided you know we were, we were thinking about getting a dog for a while and hey, like we're stuck at home, so this might be a good time. To, you know yeah train a dog and uh yeah he's been a handful but he's been a lot of fun and just yeah keeping us busy so it's definitely helped to sort of pass the time and uh yeah so that's a lot of a lot of weird things i didn't expect this year but you know definitely uh some cool things happen so um can't complain too much no that's awesome uh okay so let's go to some happy light fun things all right 20 minutes in baby we did it we did it (laughs) um have you heard about the kfc console no i have not heard about the kfc console let me that's awesome tell me tell me about it tell me about it i'm gonna look it up you tell me about it okay so kfc who who had known to do weird marketing oh yeah tactics sometimes Um, maybe yeah, decided to release a KFC console this year. So it is a high-end gaming PC with a built-in chicken warmer. <laughs> I don't know what demographic this serves. I guess a uh, lot of people who want to, you know, they want that two-in-one gaming PC chicken cooker yeah, technology. I didn't know that was a thing you could do, but... Um, kind of intrigued it's it's actually a, a pretty impressive excuse me <clears throat> uh it's got some good specs it can run like 240 frames per second it's like vr compatible it's Whoa. it seems like it's it's you can it's as good if not better than like the ps5 or, or xbox series x which I, I'm, I'm wondering if that's kind of the reason they did this because um, i mean okay when we say console like it, yeah it's just it's you're saying it, a, it runs windows yeah yeah it runs windows. It's a, okay, it's a pc it's, all right then uh i think it's cooler master apparently and um, okay 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 yeah but uh i just like i came on the store and i was like wow this, we gotta talk about this <laughs> um yeah just uh i don't know i don't know what else to say about it but it's just funny that kfc made a gaming console i mean it's 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 a sign of our times there are no laws anymore uh Mm -hmm. this is uh the dystopia that of course um chicken companies are making um gaming consoles but it it, it, like i'll 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 take the jokes aside but it seems like it's a really smart um like marketing strategy because it's pretty much Mm -hmm. i think they're labeling they're just kind of like i don't know uh licensing their name on like this computer um but you said it had a chicken warmer it it says uh, it will keep your chicken warm it does this via the cooling system which redirects heat to a newly devised chicken chamber (laughs) okay well so that's it that's some r&d so i will give them credit more so than uh, I I don't know if you want 
chicken near uh, an expensive computer. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about the grease. Like, what yeah, if it grease. gets greasy? Yeah. And well, yeah. I, I'm looking at a picture, and it looks like it's got like sort of a grease trapper thing. It's like you know, if 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 you imagine like working at a fast food restaurant and you pull out those like shell things where they're keeping the chicken warm kind of thing it kind of looks like that and it's just contained within a computer so again i don't know who this is for i don't know why you can't just buy a high-end gaming pc and something to cook your chicken like you know what though in terms of high-end gaming pcs this is like an efficiency question because you got to blow the heat (laughs) somewhere right so why not attach an air fryer or or just yeah have uh chicken meat uh um i i am intrigued um wow it's nearly three times as fast as a ps5 yeah yeah. i mean that's pcs though right uh, yeah i mean yeah yeah so yeah yeah uh, that's great uh i you know what that uh that gets uh this little grass do we even yeah we said grass guys let's get (laughs) this little grasshopper's uh mandible of approval i don't know (laughs) Is that is there a new rating system? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just came up two, with it. two mandibles up. Two mandibles up, isn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, yeah. Um, All right, sounds like a 2020 product. All right, let's keep rolling. <laughs> uh, so, Cyberpunk 2077 came out this year. Oh yeah, did you third. do you have it? Have you played it? I have it. I oh, played it. How did um, it run? <laughs> it runs fine. Apparently you know so one of the big stories is it has a lot of glitches obviously yeah. um it seems like it's more f- for the consoles like the low-end consoles where this is happening mm-hmm. um because the pc version like so far you know i've had a few just i, I would call them regular glitches like things i see in normal games like maybe a character something kind of just warps out of his hand or you know little, little things like that um but i haven't really noticed the big ones that they've been talking about especially um there was one that <laughs> made the news about um because you can customize your characters right okay and um very detailed customization system everything down to the genitals oh yeah there's um, three options right yep so yeah. you can add a super big schlong to your character uh-huh, yeah and apparently the has um the characters just glitch and the you know um <laughs> the... it gets exposed oh okay through clothing mm-hmm. or something through clothing yeah because uh, I, I guess they didn't it's a think about object? the customization aspect versus okay. you know tailoring the clothes to, to different characters that wasn't guess well tested out but um yeah in terms of like physics simulation you uh, maybe didn't think it that went through on the cloth uh, yeah okay. but um yeah i just they've just been getting a lot of bad press like uh, i saw that they're getting a class action lawsuit now um they got removed from the sony store wow they i think refunded a billion dollars oh the last time i saw goodness so and yeah, the, re- the reason I really want to talk about this um, that I kind of have been thinking about lately is um, just kind of the relation to this, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, something like Game of Thrones. So I, I saw this article recently uh... talking about how Game of Thrones was like the last big, like, kind of water cooler show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was like that last show, you know, it's like every, every episode, you're kind of just everybody's waiting to watch it right it's not like yeah, the it's, netflix model where people are just binging a whole season and 
you do it whenever it's like this the episode comes out friday night everybody's watching it friday yeah. night and then everybody's talking about it yeah it's culture saturday morning it's right? culture like yeah the thing you talk about with your coworkers who maybe you don't have much in common with but you right. know they watched it okay and just how those expectations kind of killed them in the end because they just couldn't satisfy everybody all at once mm-hmm. um and that's it that's the article kind of said that's kind of what led to their downfall and it's um i kind of think about it in the same way um with cyberpunk about maybe this this or this is maybe the start of like the last like those big triple a games i don't know that, and that might be a bridge too far but like i, I think it, that, yeah okay yeah like like that kind of versus you know more indie games games where um uh, I've been playing a lot of like roguelikes and stuff and they're good for like, you know, just a game will come out like half done or, you know, they just have like one level or one part of it done and and it kind of just adds on as it goes. So it's more kind of, you know, I'm as, as a developer, I think of it like a lean, lean development. Oh, uh, one sec. Like, okay. <laughs> I got to pause. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm back. I think still recording. Okay. All right. Great. This is going to be so fun to edit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. where yeah, were just you? basically, uh, yeah, just just how you know these games they get overhyped and they. I I read that it took. This game has been talked about for like ten years now. They've been working on it, on and uh, off for like ten years, and it's like the old waterfall versus agile kind of thing. Like just building something so big and trying to release it all at once. It, you know, it just feels like it's bound to fail, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe this is kind of the beginning of the end of that. Like maybe games would just be more come out little pieces at a time and you play it and you mm. give feedback and you kind of, the game builds it, the, itself and its community as it goes rather than trying to like just dump it all out at once. Yeah. And it's interesting even in terms of like, uh, cause I think another big story with uh, this game was the crunch. Mm. Like there mm. was delays and then there was also crunch, which is a whole other right. thing in terms of, yeah like people working i don't know 100 hour weeks or whatever right um and it still has this reaction when it comes out that's gotta be rough you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um if you put so much work into something uh i'm curious but like isn't okay so cd project red is the company right yeah and i feel like they're more on there were like an indie that blew up like i don't think they yeah they're not um... EA. they're not yeah so from what i I read they're like two friends from poland mm-hmm. um and they started with they actually started with just porting u.s games okay <laughs> and then somehow got lucky and and got to make the witcher yeah um and apparently like the the first witcher was was really buggy but you know people didn't mind i guess maybe because yeah there wasn't, wasn't a lot of hype there right? wasn't yeah expectation by, by number three they were you know they still had bugs and stuff but they had a fan base and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think they just, I, well, and another thing that I saw was like, they were trying to just um, build a lot of their own stuff rather than like oh, use, use like other things, Unity right? Like build their own engine. Yeah. yeah, yeah build yeah, a lot yeah. of their own stuff. And so, yeah, I feel like things like that, again, are kind of bound to fail. Like if you're just, yeah. you're trying to do all these new things all at once, yeah. you're going to have a lot of problems. Yeah, so. when you're writing the physics of the world, <laughs> like the fundamental rules of physics in your world, right. there's a lot of places for that to go wrong. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I just thought, you know, it was a big story for this year, and I thought it was interesting to kind of 
dissect that a little bit. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know there was that much backlash in terms of like refunds and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, it seemed like a very ambitious project. I don't know that much about it. And I know Keanu Reeves is in there as somebody <laughs> named Johnny Silverhands. Oh, I didn't know what his name was, but cool. I'm pretty sure his name is Johnny Silverhands. And uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And actually, I mean, in the game itself, like, it's fine. It feels like, you know, like another kind of GTA sort okay. of game, except more first person. Um, there's some cool stuff where you can, like, it feels more, um, I didn't play much of The Witcher, but I assume there's, like, dialogue options and stuff in that game like where you can, oh yeah you know yeah, pick yeah. what you say and based on your character you might get different options and stuff i noticed one thing that was cool like um i played it so there's like three different sort of uh player types that you can be you can be mm -hmm. like a, a street kid uh, a nomad or a corpo okay yeah. um and i i started as a street kid and you had you, you teamed up with this uh guy jackie wells i think his name is he's like your your npc guide okay and um <clears throat> you know every once in a while he he throws in like um some spanish oh. and as the street kid the spanish gets translated to english in the text but when you're playing a corpo and possibly a normat i didn't try it but um when you're playing a corpo it doesn't get translated oh okay which is really weird like it's an interesting choice like just these little things that i'm like oh okay that was cool like no, that... there are a lot of cool things in the game that i appreciate but um yeah mm -hmm. i haven't gotten too far in it i think part of the problem and you know i don't think they were planning on releasing this game during a pandemic right <laughs> yeah um but i think we talked about this previously um i think with bevan uh, where we were discussing like Red Dead Redemption and I was mm -hmm. saying like that versus Spider-Man kind of thing and I didn't want to play Red Dead because I don't want to play a game where I'm just like in a constant state of suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I use games for escapism, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, it's really hard to play a game in a dystopian future when we're living in a dystopian present. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't just don't have motivation to do that right now. So Yeah, I can 100% understand that. Yep. Yeah, yep. so... Um, yeah it's been hard to get into okay that's um, good to know um yeah if we have uh yeah caven had some issues with it on the right. uh, console so he, maybe oh, okay. we can talk about it more if uh, we get him on uh, in the future that, yeah yeah but yeah no it sounds it sounds interesting it seems like a lot of interesting stuff even in terms of like the rpg that it originally came from mm -hmm. um like even the cyberpunk world like i mean in our current mm -hmm. like you said our current dystopian present of mm -hmm. uh, might not be as appealing but there is a lot of interesting history in terms of cyberpunk mm -hmm. um as a genre and like this being like so tied to that would be maybe like a mm -hmm. whole episode <laughs> right yeah but that's cool. uh, yeah and it's just interesting to see like yeah a lot of the game focuses around like um you know characters have having cybernetic implants mm -hmm. and how that affects them and stuff and just kind of getting to a world where that's you know becoming more and more possible and likely it's it's interesting to like look at that and just consider like oh is this going to be us one day where we're just like replacing our eyes with cybernetic eyes and mm. you know all this weird craziness that just might be around the corner so that's um yeah that's that's a very interesting part of the game that i like so yeah that's cool but yeah, yeah too yeah. dystopian yeah no that's fair like because i i'm probably the game probably gets into it in terms of like class systems like the street kid mm. probably hasn't uh, cause like 
that was even a thing. Do you remember the movie Gattaca from like the nineties? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta rewatch that. It's been a while. It's fine. But like, there is this notion with like, um, technology increasing the, like wealth divide, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even just a kid who has internet in his house versus a kid who does not have the internet in their house. Mm -hmm. Like their opportunities are just so much lower. If you add that to like, uh, cybernetic implants or genetic, uh, enhancements, like, Mm -hmm. are we even like the same species (laughs) because my grandparents had more money than your grandparents. So, uh, Mm. like that. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Once you get to cybernetics and stuff and, uh, I've been reading a book recently talking about like thinking about like, you know, trying to back yourself up like you would. Oh yeah. Your consciousness. Right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, people getting to the point of being immortal or not, like that's a huge divide. If if someone can live forever and someone doesn't have the money to do so, like, yeah. What kind of society does that create? Right. So yeah. That's like a lot of of interesting things for sure. Yeah. 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 So it it definitely pulls. Yeah. Well, I think cyber, uh, I think, I don't know if Alter Carbon pulls from Cyberpunk or Cyberpunk pulls from yeah, Alter Carbon. Knows, but they're definitely but they're feels related. Like the same sort of universe kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um so the other uh interesting, surprising game that came out of this pandemic uh that I didn't expect was uh Animal Crossing and how crazy popular that became. So did you follow that at all? I did follow it again, did not play it, but I did nope. follow it extensively. Um, mm-hmm. It's my first impressions. It seems, it seems like um, it seemed peaceful and it seemed like it was right. something people could have control over exactly. in a world where you feel like you have no control. That right. was nice and fun. <laughs> right. So I can definitely see why this became popular, I guess, because, yeah, so we're in a dystopian present. You want to play a game that's like a nice, peaceful future, or not future, but, you know, just a nice alternate, alternate reality. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, you know, you can actually interact with people um, where, you know, we, we've been isolated. So now this is a venue to like go and kind of interact with one another. Um kind of set, you can set goals for yourself you know mm-hmm. build up nice houses and i guess sell things to people and you know just kind of make a little online community where um definitely i think that was needed for this year so yeah it just blew up and um yeah unfortunately i don't have a, a system to play it on so i haven't been able to try it but uh i don't yeah. really usually get into these games like just the the world building kind of games um i don't know why they things like minecraft and this they just i don't know they don't super appeal to me i I get the appeal but i don't have our time falling into it no it's fair and i think animal crossing was unique in terms of like i haven't played it but i've heard about it it Mm -hmm. it seems like there's interesting mechanics in terms of like uh have you heard of tom nook this character tom no so he's kind of he's a raccoon um (laughs) it it is fun that they're all like creatures uh but he's a yeah, he's a raccoon and like you start off i think in all, most of the games you go to him and you get like a mortgage uh, and then you build your house so you mm-hmm. have to pay off this mortgage to this raccoon so, yeah i heard about getting mortgages which is so weird why would you want to apply for a mortgage in a video game again that's like yeah yeah things i think i gotta deal with in real life i don't want to deal with in a video game but okay I, maybe because the the goal of paying off this mortgage is more attainable than a than a real one so it's yeah 100 percent accomplishment yeah and i think in terms of like we talked probably in like previous episodes like if this is a simplified real 
simplified version of reality where I can learn mm-hmm. all the rules or mm-hmm. feel like I can have an advantage mm-hmm. and accomplish all these goals that maybe are kind of close to other real world goals, but with like cute, fun animals who mm-hmm. I almost like romance to come to my island. Uh, why not? <laughs> like, why yeah. not? Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it has like a lot of interesting stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It? Um, but yeah, we... I mean, neither of us have played it, but it, it seemed like an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll have to pick one up and try it at some point. I don't know. I don't know how long it'll. I think it's already on its way out. Right. I think it's already on its way Things out. Yeah. Come and go too fast for me to. But like, I think all the previous versions have had like this is the most popular one. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a dedicated fan base that uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it seems interesting, but I could also see it taking over my life for six months and then never playing it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure um another big game well according to this article i found um the, the google's uh list for top trending video games of 2020 the number one one do you want to do you want to take a guess uh number one trending game of 2020 oh it's probably the among us right yeah yeah got it yeah okay so this one's so, interesting have you played among us I have. Oh. It's, so it's so the opposite of cyberpunk in that it's like the most lo-fi, mm-hmm. just basic, like the graphics are barely there. The, the game is barely there. It's like, you know, something that somebody made in their basement um, yeah. in a few days. and It's become the most, you know, the, the, the number one game this year. Yeah. Um, and this one's a little more confusing because, you know, Animal Crossing, I see the appeal, cyberpunk, you know we talked about that but mm-hmm. among us is like in this weird zone of i don't know i i i mean i, I get the appeal of it's like um like werewolf yeah it's a hidden role right. game uh, right but yeah yeah which are popular like people love playing and i guess you know we don't get the we don't have the opportunity to play those kind of games yeah in real life now so maybe this is like people kind of I think uh, into that. no, for sure. I think that's the appeal of it. And I think probably for a lot of people, um, this is their introduction to like a mm-hmm. werewolf or a mafia or a hidden role type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, and like, they're so appealing. Like I think I played like mafia, like a few times in college, mm-hmm. but it was like mm-hmm. hard. And like, you needed like somebody to be the God who is like keeping track of everything. And sometimes mm-hmm. that got screwed up. Then I played, what was it? um resistance or like avalon like with the board game group and like it's Mm -hmm. very very appealing um like Mm -hmm. lying to you (laughs) like having a game where it's it's okay to lie to your friends and try to figure out who's lying um and then among us uh yeah this one yeah the one the part that is i feel like is missing like as opposed to like werewolf where you play in real life is you don't get the body cues you don't all you get is just you don't even get a voice cue all you get is text which is like way easier to lie just in text than it is you know with your voice or um Uh, okay so you have to like convey a message like it's and and i've seen that like you can play this game with multiple devices in the same room like you can all be playing it but and it, it encourages you like don't look at anybody just look at your pad like don't almost like just pretend like you're not in the same room together so it really encourages like it's it's not encouraging body or or verbal cues so you you lose a lot of that and and yet like people just 
seem to love it as well. Oh, that's so. really interesting. Okay, because I think it blew up like on the streaming sites and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. But that I've mostly seen it played with like people who are either on like a Zoom call or something mm -hmm. with each other or kind of like socially distanced in an office somewhere. Um, right. where so they're, by they're bypassing kind of some of that yeah but it's but they're also like if they get taken out there they stop talking like which is like the rules like if you so there is uh, did we describe it like there's there there's a crew of people some of you are innocent and you <laughs> go around on the ship and you have <laughs> these kind of mini games uh, mm -hmm. that are tasks and if enough of these mini games get completed uh the people who aren't the imposters win uh mm -hmm. but the imposters i think win if they are the only ones alive and they can also uh they can also kill all the mm -hmm. other innocent people um right yeah so they need to like try to hide themselves uh so yeah i guess if like a character gets killed or a player gets killed they are supposed to just be quiet uh i when you played it did you play it with strangers or did you play it with yeah. friends yeah so i uh... i played it like once with strangers and so a yeah, you're with strangers, so you don't know any of the person's tells or anything. And then it's all digital anyways. So I'm not, I don't know if this, through this text, if this yeah. person is lying or not. It's so, I feel like it's so hard to play that style of game, given those circumstances that, yeah, it just it turned me off like right away. I was just like, okay, I don't, I don't get this, but nah. it's still popular. So nah. maybe like what you're saying, it's like people, groups of people that, they get together they're on a zoom call so they can still see each other like they're bypassing some of this stuff because just the core game i i don't understand that yeah so i yeah playing this with strangers uh, makes no sense to me and like um mm -hmm. talking about um uh so they're <laughs> podcast they don't know we exist but uh the besties which is it has two of the mackerel brothers like justin and griffin and then two of their like co-workers from uh polygon mm -hmm. um slash fox uh, and they, it's called the besties. So they talk about video games and they were talking about among us and like their, the way at least they were using it was during the pandemic, uh, playing it with their family. And mm. it was so easy for people who don't play games to get mm. into it and get it. Like, mm -hmm. so, uh, in terms of like bringing people together in that way as like mm -hmm. a fun family thing where you, mm -hmm. you're all separated across the country. It right. works on any phone like the cross play mm -hmm. right. is another aspect and it's so easy to like i guess set up a room um and mm -hmm. just get people who aren't necessarily who don't have a pc or anything to in mm -hmm. on this and get it and it clicks and you have fun um right. i think yeah. that's what i've heard has been the appeal definitely yeah i've noticed like there's there's an accessibility aspect that and would that takes, definitely make it more popular that. and that takes work like that oh for sure yeah and my understanding even with the developers like Mm -hmm. This game had been on the like the app stores for maybe like a while. Like it mm -hmm. may be all of like 2019 or something. It's like mm -hmm. old, and I think they mm -hmm. were working on Among Us two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like Among Us one just took off, and they're like, okay, let's just dedicate more time to making this stable right. and work. And like I, I, I give them respect. Um, I, and it, it again, yeah. probably without the pandemic, would this game have been mm -hmm. number mm -hmm. one? I don't know. We'll never know. But yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like my nephews, I don't think I've played it, but they know it because they're on YouTube. <laughs> like they they watch YouTube. Mm, um, and right, yeah, yeah, definitely the let's plays. I think have have made that more popular. the the other The other meme that I know about this game is just referring to everybody as a sus. Yeah, sus. I, which suspect. which uh, yeah, I don't. 
yeah the, and and that's an interesting thing you were talking about in terms of cues um mm-hmm. because you you don't have the visual cues of like a werewolf but mm-hmm. you have you can move this little character and if somebody is following mm-hmm. you too close and you're the only two mm-hmm. people in the room like the murderers want to kill you when there's no other witnesses so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're acting you can still be suspicious um, mm-hmm. even though you're there's no you can't see somebody's face or their actions and stuff so it's it's right. interesting that yeah how you can still then you gotta convey it. that to the other people and trying to be like okay this person's the murderer i'm not lying i know you don't know me too well but i'm serious please believe me it's yeah like, yeah it's so hard to convey that just through text that... yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't do it but it's actually actually interesting like people in the um, board game group mm-hmm. have played like werewolf Mm-hmm. Uh, just through text with people they don't know and that mm-hmm. made no sense to me and it's like i feel like maybe like huge huge groups there's a there's a online communities mm-hmm. with like massive um hidden deduction hidden role games mm-hmm. uh where you're texting people like in private chats and like trying to figure it out and it mm-hmm. sounds horrible to me mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people doing it so i guess among us would uh would be part of that too huh. right yeah, in these games, I feel like more are about the meta game than the actual game, and this one definitely up the game part that you're saying. Like you do, you do quests and stuff on your ship and and all that. You don't get in werewolf, so that's that's an interesting aspect. But yeah, without the meta part, if you only have the text, it's yeah, you got to start making up little things, I guess, to circumvent that stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. very interesting, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the other big game news I wanted to talk about that's, you know, taken up the headlines last few months, I feel like, if not most of the year, has been the the release of the new uh, PlayStation and Xbox. And oh, just yeah. The, the, the usual, I mean, it's always hard to get those systems, but in a pandemic year, it seems like <laughs> it's been impossible. Like, people are just clamoring to get these things and can't find them and um yeah just you know just the same old story of new systems can't get them but plus the pandemic it's like these holy grail objects that people are you know trying trying to get and it's still i you know it's it's still not as good as you can go out and get the kfc console yeah i know i don't understand with the kfc console or just or just another, you know, just decent PC. And yeah, I, 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 I kind of gave up chasing these consoles long, a while oh, ago. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I have my PlayStation 4. Yeah, what are you that. talking about? That's pretty, <laughs> pretty I recent. mean, right. But I, I didn't, I'm, it's been a long time since I've been like, oh man, I, when this comes out, I need to get it. Yeah. Or else, you know, I'm going to have a bad year kind of thing. Like, no, for that sure. used to be my, my worldview and, and that's kind of gone away. And I'm glad because it seems maddening to try and get one of these this year. And, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I'm curious because like I never, I mean, yeah, I didn't jump on with the councils and stuff, but I think mm-hmm. a lot of it was even in terms of like we're talking about what I respect about uh, Among Us so much is like the cross-platform mm-hmm. play. Like mm-hmm. there, I think, with a lot of people in terms of games, it was like the uh, specifically video games was the social mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. So maybe you want to play Call of Duty with your boys, but if they're on PlayStation and you right. have an Xbox, like you can't play with them. Like that used to be the case. That I used to be the yeah. okay. They're getting a little more cross-platform, but it's still yeah. You're you're, you're segregated based on 
usually you, you know you talk to your friends and be like okay we get in the playstation we get in the xbox like what's yeah. going on here and um settle it that way but yeah it's just it's just maddening that, that this is you know happening and i don't know it's just i don't i don't know uh no it's 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 interesting like i i don't know if it's like maturity or just like changing over time right. in terms of like what your priorities are um but yeah and just like yeah it's not i mean sure it's getting you know the, the system's better than the last system but it's <laughs> like the curve is definitely slow and like it's not yeah. you're not going from super nintendo to n64 anymore you're not yeah, yeah just going to a whole new dimension kind of thing it's it's just a you know kind of like where the iphones and androids are at these days it's like minor minor upgrades on a on a thing it's not a, a game changer kind of thing yeah it is it seems like it's like uh diminishing returns but mm-hmm. my and my understanding of this a lot of this console generation is the more reas- realistic lighting and reflections right that's um, a big thing uh, coming out now yeah yeah ray like, tracing lighting. yeah ray tracing and yeah yeah the, like yeah which is it's nice but again it's like it doesn't add that much to the game it, it, it's true like it doesn't enhance it and i think in even in terms of like what i heard about spider-man it's like you can have mm-hmm. the really realistic light like where you mm-hmm. will be reflected in a glass uh mm-hmm. short uh glass like in front of a store mm-hmm. or you can have it for performance where it's going to run at 60 frames per second mm-hmm. um like so it is either 30 frames per second with like really good reflections or right 60 frames and it still looks good but you don't see mm-hmm. yourself in glass <laughs> or uh i don't know characters who uh have lights on them maybe it doesn't light all the other things around them as accurately so right um is that important uh is that a game changer in terms of things i don't know um no. but you were talking about i think did we talk in a previous episode like having a high refresh um monitor and like how that completely changes everything yeah we were talking with james about that which it's still an episode that we have to get edited in up there (laughs) sorry james yeah but um yeah just uh the the higher refresh rate seems to be like a new sort of gimmicky thing that that companies are pushing now and you know i i have a 144 hertz monitor i i Mm. like the the fact that it's yeah you definitely notice that increase in refresh rate it it i think that that more than like this increase in graphics and everything has been a welcomed change that it it just feels more, I don't know, more fluid, more real in that spec in that respect. I don't know how to describe the the, the difference in the refresh rates, but it's definitely, it's it's hard to go back to just a a regular 60 refresh rate. Well, that's fair. I mean, if they're upping the refresh, I mean the, yeah, the rates on these things, Mm -hmm. I can see maybe that, but again, it's one of those, like you on a commercial you can see the difference between uh super nintendo and the n64 like yeah it's, frame rates are really tricky <laughs> to demonstrate to just me joe blow um watching actually the thing i did get this year which i haven't talked about yet which was a game changer for me has been the uh what's it called the the valve index oh yeah um, and yeah. that's steam's introduction into the vr it's um it's their uh vr headset it came out this year it took like i I and i think i think it was march when they were taking the pre-orders and i was like oh i'm gonna be stuck at home for potentially the year yeah pre-order that so um took a few months to get here and then 
has been super fun to play um yeah it's uh like i i've tried the other vrs before um i have the playstation one it's fine i I like that one um but the this one is and and like the the ones where um like similar to the vive and the oculus um where you actually get the like so it's got two kind of camera things where you kind of make a room and you can actually walk around um as opposed to like the playstation one so you get a more you get more sense of the space you can you can actually like move around and feel like you're in the space and um the game that it came with was like a they, they pushed like a new half-life game okay. and um it was like it, it felt so realistic that when i came out of it i had this, <laughs> such a strange sense of like like an out of body experience almost like I I would go to like, especially when I would, it was weird when I would go to like touch my phone after I left the game, it felt like I was like looking at my hand from another person. Like that wasn't my hand. That was somebody else's. It was such a weird, unexplainable feeling. That is concerning. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But man, it's just like how far it's already come since, you know, a few generations, like it's going to be crazy. Like I think that's that's more interesting than these new consoles or everything. Like kind of where that's taking off. And... Yeah, that's a good point. There, we haven't heard much in terms of the VR world on these consoles. Um... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I closed it, but I just saw that. I think the the new one, the new PlayStation, is has the Oculus Quest Two or something. Oh, or is really? That... No, or it wouldn't be the compa- PlayStation. No, no, that, that would be sound right. Yeah, it'd be the Xbox, maybe. Right, but the oh, Quest is okay. That's cool. Maybe. The quest is a standalone, right? Uh, yeah, quest is standalone, but oh, okay, that would be that would actually make it more appealing to me. Um, to be honest with you, I don't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have the, yeah, I, I maybe I'll go into the vibe. Maybe I'll get one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'll. I would, I would lose myself in reality. Um, right. If, yeah. Uh, you, well, one, you, but... you got to try mine. Yeah, I did. I did get to try yours. Uh, there was a game where I was a bird and I could fly. Um, that was fun. I think I tried Half Life, Alex. I, I didn't get too too into it. Maybe yeah, like I need it, more it time. Takes a while. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't. I, yeah, I was like for a second, but no, it was really cool. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the best um, VR experience I've had. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. So I'm curious, like, where you use you were using? You said like using it a lot during the pandemic. Like, did it give yeah. you a sense of vacation? Like a sense of being um, able to go other just... places. like escapism definitely like it just felt like yeah you could just go into this world and walk around in it and it was like totally different like it was so freeing that you're just in this other place um and yeah it was just really cool and just yeah well well timed for yeah for the situation so i definitely appreciated having that um i i haven't used it as much lately if you know it, it definitely like prolonged use kind of it starts to get like headaches and stuff like it's not oh, something that okay where you can sit down at a computer and play like you know 40 hours um i've got some friends that can you know be in vr for as long as they want but i, I noticed that like pretty quickly like after a few hours i would just start to get these like bad migraines and stuff so it's mm. still not you know as accessible as a computer definitely oh, um, that's fair that's fair but um yeah so the last random thing that I had on my list that I wanted to talk about was, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 
he uh like tiktok so <laughs> well, okay yeah. yeah yeah just i feel like this is the year that it blew up or uh-huh. and, um what's 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 tiktok Quan? what is tiktok what is TikTok? oh good what? question my friend me as an old man i guess you're older <clears throat> than me uh tiktok is an app uh that the kids are using with the snapchats and uh it have you have you tried it at all uh i have opened it i have it on my phone i've i've i mostly know tiktok through tiktoks i've seen on instagram um and my understanding it seems like it's a successor to vine it's kind of these short videos um there's a lot of challenges i've heard the Mm -hmm. algorithms pretty good in terms of like surfacing things that people are interested in um, right. so that their streams are entertaining and cater to them. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's also, what was it like? Uh, yeah. I think there's other issues where in the States, I don't know, is it like owned by like a Chinese company? And there's like some concerns about like all oh, the kids right. are on this thing. Um, yeah. There was uh, yeah. I, I remember a few months back hearing about how, trump wanted to yeah make it an american company or something but yeah you know all all that aside i think the interesting part about it is you know like the gaminess of it and why again why it's so why has has this one become so popular um okay and yeah i i i did a little bit of research i found that they actually did excuse me um the company that owns it uh did acquire vine funny enough oh okay that makes sense so it's kind of like um and and apparently a lot of stars or you know vine, vine stars, stars yeah, yeah yeah moved to tiktok afterwards because it was a similar platform yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah because there wasn't really a good successor mm-hmm. after vine so there's like a yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean i don't know if people know what vine was but it was like six right. six second video clips um but within that limitation of like a medium like you there is like some amazing art that was created uh-huh um a lot of the people like uh i think uh demia Duwebe, uh his name is like electro lemon on other things i guess he got yeah. really big on vine but like i don't know i don't know if i would know he existed if it wasn't for mm-hmm. vine so i don't know if he's on tiktok but um, yeah, I, I don't know if we talked about Vine in the past. I feel like we did, or maybe just no. I think we started ourselves. the show after Vine was dead. <laughs> okay, but yeah, just the I think there definitely is between that and and TikTok. There's there's that gaminess of you have 15 or 60 seconds to make a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that constraint spawns creativity when you know like you only have this much time. It, yeah. it forces you to be more creative, right? So I think that's explained a little bit of its popularity. Um, definitely like the virality like you're saying like it just gets shared mm-hmm. everywhere until you're like okay i gotta check this out because i just keep seeing it and um the yeah it, like it just has like this full sort of tool set of like you can basically produce your own videos right through your phone so it's very user-friendly to make oh. something okay yeah because i've uh-huh. seen like different effects is that like mm-hmm. all within tiktok so you don't have to go to a separate app it's kind of like filters on like i don't know i think think so I, I tried or... looking at this a little bit and i could not figure it out again <laughs> you're, you're too old you're too old technology works yeah. but i definitely have like before i even knew about it too much or like i noticed tiktok through the fact that and again it's you know middle, middle of pandemic so not too many people out but 
Mm. Um, we were kind of just, you know, playing it safe, doing like these little uh, mini vacations. And, and mm-hmm. um, we went to, I think it was Niagara Falls or no, it was. Um, oh, the like in Ontario, like the hills? Oh, Niagara by the Lake. Yeah. So okay. we were just, we were out and about and I just noticed these, um, this like group of kids had put like a phone on a bench and they were like practicing like this dance routine in front of their phone. And it was so weird to just see that <laughs> out in real life. And I think that was a TikTok, but I'm not sure, but just the weird <laughs> phenomenon of people doing group dances in real life to like become popular on this platform is, is a weird uh, side effect of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, the main thing I know about TikTok is like, there's challenges. So like mm-hmm. the, and it's an interesting thing. I think it helps maybe even like musical artists. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what, how it works, but like, I think if you have like a song that's really hooky, um, you can have right. like a challenge. So people will dance to your song. And like, if it blows up, then a bunch of people are hearing your song and a lot of people are making videos about your song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Apparently it started as a lip syncing app. Oh, that makes way more sense. Okay. And yeah, I've definitely noticed that like, um, okay <laughs> that you can it, it'll show you the song that's playing yeah. in the background and you can select that song and make that your song for your tiktok so it's kind of like you generate a whole community just around one song or one sort of meme oh. right so you see you see someone do a meme and then you try to emulate that and all of a sudden like it kind of spurs on its own that uh, is really system, i guess yeah no yeah, for sure that, that was the most interesting part i think is just that yeah that like here's a video that somebody made what can you kind of what can you do with those parameters again it's like those constraints right so 15 seconds and the same song what can you do kind of thing or like you're saying the challenges like here's a challenge try it yourself kind of thing so i think those are all yeah. kind of no, explain that it's all very gamey that's so. really cool i did i had no idea that, about that aspect like a kind of and i think even in terms of like i mostly the thing i use the most in terms of like social media is instagram so like they steal mm-hmm. from everyone else so now mm-hmm. that like there's music and instagram stories there's like mm-hmm. you can see the name of the song in it but like even i think about in terms of the engineering behind that is like that takes work to do all those links right and the goal behind them is entirely this yeah it's that virality it is how what is the song how did what did they use can i have (laughs) access to that with one click or is it like do i have to like reverse engineer it go somewhere else download the song rip it and then like put it into a video editing software and then Mm -hmm. make it like making i want to do the thing that that person did making that really easy is really interesting and all the work that went in behind making that easy is is really cool exactly huh yeah, so I just thought that was kind of worth talking about because it is very gamey and it is very popular this year. So I think yeah. something to think about. No, that's interesting. But I still don't get it. Like I, I can, I would, I guess I'm too old now. I just, you know, I would make it for my friends, but I wouldn't. Yeah, there. I don't know. It's more, more of that. Just like, and it, it's so apparent in this app too that you know, like every time you watch a video, like right on the right side is like how many likes, how many things. Yeah. Like you're seeing you're seeing the the numbers direct relation to like these videos and you're seeing like, okay, this is popular. I'm going to go and do that because I want that popularity. Like it's just a, yeah. it's a rat race for that 
those numbers, right? No, for sure. Uh, like you, and it's actually interesting thinking about that. You talking about like <laughs> the seeing the numbers for the pandemic, like having statistics mm -hmm. uh, makes anything more gamey. Um, mm -hmm. Seeing likes on a video makes mm -hmm. it way more gamey that your other people are going to try to emulate the thing that has a lot of likes. What was mm -hmm. interesting to me is like, have you noticed on Instagram, like when they took away likes? I don't know if it was this year. Yeah. But like you can't see your like count, or you can't see mm -hmm. like counts on other people's posts, mm -hmm. and I think they took that away because they did. I don't know if they did some studies or found mm -hmm. that like people, and I, th I think it was especially young kids, were having super negative, like uh, emotional consequences. Like if <laughs> they put something up there and there's, it doesn't have right. three thousand likes, like right. within the first minute they're depressed. Um, <laughs> like right. these these. This pursuit of like fame um, as a goal is very dystopic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, TikTok is the sign of it. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we're just too old for that, man. No, nah, it's fine. It's it's uh, yeah. It's but yeah. I I think there is some harm, but we need to like uh -huh. educate people on these things. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. Or we or on the other hand, we could try and make a grass cast TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, like and subscribe. Uh follow us on Snapchat, TikTok, uh yeah, follow our Patreon and uh yeah. Uh yeah. fantastic. So you can't sell out, you can only buy in. That's a that's a term I also heard this year. <laughs> so let's buy in on TikTok. Yeah. Amen. We got to keep up with the times, you know, yeah. get the kids in here. All right. That sounds good. My computer is almost going to die, but I okay. feel like we've had a pretty uh, well-played episode. <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that, that was a good summary of the year. I think uh, hopefully it'll, it won't be as long till we do another one of these. I think hopefully that went well and yeah. we can start to do this more often. And then hopefully, you know, get back in the studio with Bevan and do some nice high quality ones and yeah, like, you know, get things back to normal, but yeah, I think this will be good for now and we can see how this goes. So, yeah, no, sounds good. Yeah, like it's, uh, I mean, we're almost done and my computer is going to die. But like in terms of like the pandemic, it was actually really interesting being like uh, seeing like all the people's expectations in terms of what even in myself, like, oh, man, mm -hmm. I'm going to have time. I don't have to like commute. So I'm going to do all this stuff and all <laughs> like I'm going to learn mm -hmm. the code. I'm going to make games. I'm going to mm -hmm. learn to edit. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah. But also, you know, it's the most stressful thing this the entire earth has ever gone through. So, like, give yourself some time to chill. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, everybody uh, hopefully have a safe rest of 2020 and yeah. 2021, fingers crossed, a little bit better. Things get back to normal and, uh, yeah, we can start doing normal yeah. things again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like uh, the world isn't a place to, like, you know, do all those things they said they were gonna do <laughs> and even if they don't that's cool too it's it's mm -hmm. a weird time so but yeah no that sounds good sean uh I all hope right you in 2021 and uh 2022 i hope that exists well played <laughs>